You're listening to The People's Wrestling Podcast with your host, Ali Bunker. Hello and welcome to The People's Wrestling Podcast. It's been a few weeks. I've not spoken to you guys for a little while. Aiden, how are you? I'm alright. Good to know, good to know. Matt, how are you? I'm alright. You're alright. Both alright? Everyone's alright. Um You alright? I'm I'm actually alright too, yeah. Just got back from Yolly Bobs. Again. What do you again. mean again? As in, what, this is the third, fourth holiday so far this year? Third, I think. Your well, third. Yeah, I don't call them holidays. Frankie's fourth. They're trips. Not so really holidays. Out, outside of the country doing things that you would you wouldn't do in the country. It's not necessarily true. I'd go to a music festival in the country. Have you? Yes, not this year though. Well, yeah, that's... <laughs> um, don't hate the player. Hate the missus who makes him go everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Never been to a music festival. I'll, I'll quite happily admit. What? Never been. Would you? Yeah. Don't see why not. Right, settled then. <laughs> that's. It's as easy as that. PWP holiday. Oh yeah, it'll be a PWP fest. It'll be our own festival, and it'll be full of entrance themes. (laughs) (laughs) That's all four of us there. Yeah, all four. Well, we may have eight this time. Claire, (laughs) hopefully she'll bring the kids. (laughs) (laughs) Get free entry. Yeah, free entry for the kids. Only under sixes though. Leah has to pay. Yeah, you got to pay Leah. (laughs) Um, right, WWE. Oh, yeah, Let's face thing. it, over the last few weeks, little bit shit. Been a bit shit. Um, but Extreme Rules was at the weekend, um, and you know, typically as these pay per views do, they, you know, it kind of delivered. Mm, did they? I thought they did. Mm, did they? <laughs> <laughs> so Matt, you don't sound as positive as myself, Aiden. You haven't responded in any way um, Matt go first what for you didn't float your boat or tickle your pickle James Ellsworth in a shark cage yeah okay fine <laughs> I, uh, one of the negatives uh, I put a tweet out about that saying I I can't imagine anybody saying I really want to watch a match where someone is suspended above the ring in a shark cage I've never wanted to see one it just screams of this costs us a lot of money. We've got to make the use out of it. Yeah, <laughs> we we sell toys with this ring set up. Buy our yeah. toy. Yeah. Nobody cares about these matches. And when you think about it logically, banning someone from ringside better. Yeah. Or so they can't get involved. Well, pat him down first because within thirty seconds he was already getting involved. Yeah. Dumbass. Or just like you know, put him in a locked room at backstage. Yeah. It's just something. Or don't have him buy a ticket because then they get involved as well. <laughs> yeah, with no uh, repercussions. <laughs> with rewards. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, okay. Well, I take your. Can I you take. Keep going on, I yeah, think. no, cow, crack what? on. Crack on. The crowd was shit. They fucked all over the main event, which was a really good main event. They did, actually. You're right. And I think, worst um, of all is um, I believe we actually witnessed a real-life human death. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that, that did occur. Yeah. So, um, 
Okay, I'll take your, your negative points on board. But what about positives? There must be some from you, Matt. I know you are the man of positivity for God, but yeah. So be team one, which means you got to hear their theme entrance being played twice. twice. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, anything else? Uh, the main event was alright. I enjoyed that. Yeah. My um, yeah, I actually will talk about it. Later. I actually enjoyed the uh, Kevin Owens for so much. Yeah, I thought it was good. It was short and sweet. I love the um, Kevin Owens suck it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bro! <laughs> but then, as he did that, I literally went, "No, don't do it! Just get out of there!" <laughs> um, any more? Um, do you know what? I didn't mind the uh, Roman Reigns Bobby Lashley. You know why you didn't mind it? I didn't mind it. I didn't. Roman Reigns didn't, didn't win. Mind. That's why he didn't mind it. It was different. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a very strong opinion on this. Okay. The way they care to share. Roman Reigns this week. Okay. But I'll get into that when we get to when Raw. we get when we get to Raw. All right. So all right. Extreme Rules. Then for me, I thought it was quite good, and I think the main reason I thought it was good was because it was an improvement on what Raw was mainly Raw, but a little bit of SmackDown in recently has been. So I think anything better than that feels a lot better than it actually is. So oh, maybe... I've got one more negative. Okay. <laughs> the uh, SmackDown titles. Tag team titles. Tag team titles. That was a shit, shit fest. Okay, well, maybe we slightly differed there. There are some further negatives in, in notable absences, <gasps> I think. Um, uh, like The Miz, Samoa Joe, Elias, Elias, um, of the Pain, the riot squad <laughs> Dana Brooke Dana Brooke um, yeah just yeah notable absences so, but I guess that speaks to the roster strength these days WWE they can put on a good pay-per-view semi good pay-per-view without their, with some of these big names um, I you know what I'll take some positives from it I thought that yeah you're right the B team winning I don't. I didn't. I'm not not really on board with Woken Matt and Bray as a team, and I think the B team had some momentum, and I thought it made sense. Um, the I liked the US title match, yeah. even though it was six seconds long. I loved I liked that. that. Do, you, do, you want, do you know what I liked about that the most? What is how I, I noticed it at the time, and then they also have kind of made it prominent in the promo package they played on Tuesday. That Tom Phillips going it's about the forty-three year history of the United States Championship, and then Nakamura just shits all over it just by <laughs> kicking him in the nuts. Didn't kick him in the nuts. That oh. came later. <laughs> but yeah, it was Apparently just because Jeff Hardy's injured, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's what I well, thought. And it then, might be, but didn't he had a hell of a match on? Yeah, did he end up having like a twenty-minute match on SmackDown, which I assume he's since he's then going to be written out for a month or two, but um, with an ear injury. <laughs> God. But oh, it wouldn't well, make sense for like, him to be out for a lot of ages because you know then you lose that momentum of a feud he's obviously going into with Randy Orton. Yeah, which you would imagine probably kicks off or culminates at SummerSlam. Well, yeah, so which is only five weeks away. But yeah, no, I, I liked the US. Like, I liked to have everything played out. But maybe the the Randy Orton impact could have been a bit more sudden. It was a bit weird. Like, it just, weirdly, it, like, I appreciate though that Randy Orton went away, thought about his character, and thought, "I'm really going to change this up 
I'm gonna. Yeah, because we we've seen heel sadistic Randy before, but by the looks of things, this is like son of a bitch, Randy. <laughs> son of a bitch. Um. What else did I like? Yeah, I didn't mind Roman versus Bobby, despite the fact that Bobby Lashley balls the shit out of me. Um, AJ Rusev was alright. AJ Rusev was good, yeah. yeah. And obviously Dolph versus Seth, although not didn't maybe live up to the expectations I had, it was still really good. Um, and uh, I liked the ending of it. Yeah, I think that match suffered from being the too main event. many falls. <laughs> yeah, too many falls in half an hour. Exactly. I could think maybe could they, think they all the hour match, ones. They had a match on SmackDown on on Raw three weeks ago or something that was like twenty five minutes for the title. Yeah, and yeah, but I did like the way that uh, Drew coming got disqualified and then beat the holy shit out of him. Yeah, it didn't make I, sense I, that he uh, he got disqualified for the what well, he like he got the he third fall him, got disqualified and then he attacked him again then, but didn't yeah. get disqualified again. I guess it was before the match got restarted. But they didn't do that for all the other falls. They didn't restart the match per se. Yeah. Like, I I liked Seth going up 2-0 early because you don't get that a lot. And also in half the amount of time, it kind of gives more of a sense of urgency. But 3-2, um, 4-3 maximum. Yeah. But having 5-4 and a half an hour match is yeah. a bit much. And when... when have we ever had an Iron Man match that finishes dull? No. <laughs> In the final seconds, there's always like a submission hold or someone nearly taps. Or there's a flurry, tapped. yeah. Someone hits their finisher and doesn't get the pin in time. Like It's never just like a sleeper hold. Yeah. <laughs> like Dolph, Dolph is 4-3 up and he's just waiting out time with a yeah. two-minute sleeper. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I will admit that part of me was hoping that Dean Ambrose was going to return. Not because I really, really want to see Dean Ambrose, but just because I thought, this crowd needs to wake up. Mm. There needs to be a pop, and it would make sense with the whole like we've had enough of the two on one. Yeah, exactly. Like someone coming even the odds, even, the odds. even though there's nothing stopping. Even if, even, even if it was just, well, even if it was just right at the end, and he, you know, a bit like Undertaker did with the Rock and Triple H, where he comes out and accidentally costs Seth, you know, a fall. Um, yeah, you know, or just it wouldn't make sense for Ambrose to come out and kind of chase off. Drew McIntyre because it doesn't really fit with Drew's character. No. Drew would just headbutt him. <laughs> headbutt. Um, and Dean would be like, whoa, I'm wacky. Here's the wacky line. Yeah. Well, regardless, I still thought it would be cool. But I don't, I have no idea where Dean is in his recovery. Um, I think it's been about five months. I, I, it, I think it's been longer than that. Has it? It's been since. Before New Year. Let's hope you still got a couple more months out. <laughs> was it before Royal Rumble? It must have been. Yeah, it was. But it was before 2018. Oh, okay, that's been um, a lot longer. Like, I've that, seen yeah. a couple of reports that he's, it's targeted for like September, and I've seen other reports that he's been backstage at shows in the last couple of weeks. So, who knows? All I, all I know is that next week's Raw is in Cincinnati, which is where he's from. Mm. So, but I don't oh. think people. I think that's ever been made like a big deal. So I don't know if they would be like. Oh, we're in Cincinnati. It makes sense to do it now. I don't think they've ever really made a big deal out of Ambrose being from Cincinnati. No, but I mean, like, if you want a crowd reaction, you always get a good crowd reaction anyway. But yeah, but I wonder if he, a lot of people even know that he's from there. <laughs> I would think so. Yeah, maybe. There's a whole bunch of them from Ohio. Yeah, there is. Um, Miz, Alexa, Dolph Ziggler, Ziggler. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Seth Rollins. 
No, he's from Iowa. He's from Iowa. Mm. But yeah, okay, so Extreme Rules. For me, I mean, we run down some of the results quickly. So Almas versus St. Carl's on the pre-show. I've not seen it. Apparently it was pretty good. Almas picks up the win. Um, we had a tables match between the New Day and Sanity. Again, I've not seen it. I've only seen what they showed on Extreme Rules. Sanity picked up the win. Again, I've heard it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, B-Team versus Matt and Bray. B-Team won. Uh, we don't have any predictions, by the way, um, because we were all we were too busy. preoccupied. Uh, so we'll give this one a pass, even though I think it's fair to say <laughs> I would have won. Just saying. No arguing that. <laughs> Um, Are you fucking joking? <laughs> no, no, I would have won. I was sat there Sunday, like, right, ready my predictions, written them all down. Oh, yeah, um, I'm sure you predicted Dolph Ziggler, I'm sure you predicted Bobby Lashley, the B team. I predicted the B team. <laughs> Everyone predicted the B team. Um, but yeah, I think I would have done, you know, thought I had that one in the bag, but hey ho. Well, SummerSlam's next. Yeah, just have to wait for the biggest party of the summer. Um, what next? What was next? It doesn't really matter the order, does it? We had the SmackDown tag team titles. Team Hell No oh, attacked before. We had, we had another shit match. I didn't think it was that shit. Constable Corbin. Oh, I didn't. I thought that was alright. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I thought that was a good match, especially considering it had Baron Corbin in it. But the whole storyline to it was just. Oh. The whole Constable Corbett thing, I just cannot get behind. I see absolutely no reason why he can't wrestle in his original. I know attire. it's annoying me. And why he's called a constable when Americans don't even know what that is. Yeah, he's not. He's not actually appointed by the police. I think they should have called him. Like I, I know he's like uh, supposedly helping run Raw or whatever. But now that he's corporate, they should have called him Corporate Corbin. Corporate Corbin. Hmm. Would it made more sense than Constable? If this was 1999, he would have been corporate Corbin. <laughs> um, it'd be like corporate Kane. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how I feel about this whole gimmick. I think it's an improvement, if I'm honest, because it was going nowhere. Yeah, it gives him something to do. And I'm, I'm not that down on Corbin. I'm not as down as I as most people seem to be. I think he's got pretty good upside. I mean, it was a shit <laughs> yeah, it was obvious. His upsides are obvious. Um, you know, I think he's fairly limited in the ring, and he isn't a brilliant. He's one of the best finishers. Yeah, great finisher. I mean, and he's and he's big. So you know, what more do you need, right? <laughs> yeah, true. In WWE, um, the end of gays. End of no. And now, he's, especially now, he's in a feud with Finn. <laughs> <laughs> Battle Club is not for everyone. Who apparently isn't with Kathy Kelly anymore, according to online reports. Oh, what a shame. Maybe because of his, you know, homosexuality. <laughs> Which has not been confirmed. We should point that out. The rumour in innuendo is. I don't, in your endo. In his endo. Uh, I don't really know what they're doing with this whole smiley, smiley, gay, gay Finn. Um, but... There may be more gays on Raw if the women's <laughs> division is anything to go by. True that, true that. Um, speaking of the women, um, Alexa Bliss defeated Nia Jax. 
with a lot of help from Mickey James, let's put it that way. Um, and despite him interference from Natalia and Ronda Rousey, by the way. <laughs> I love how Corey called her out on that as well. <laughs> the worst corner man or woman ever. Yeah. Um, that match wasn't great. But then a match between Alexa a and Nia is never going to be great, is it? The commentary was. The commentary was good. Um, actually, I thought the commentary wasn't too bad throughout the whole show. Michael Cole Corey got Drake. more progressively annoying, but that's to be Saying expected. about Kendo sticks under him just in case of the binders. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what garbage cans come without a lid? <laughs> yeah, well, without a handle. Where do yeah. you get them from, I think? Yeah. <laughs> um, then we had, well, I was going to say then, we had the SmackDown Women's um, Championship. Obviously, the, the bit of a cluster with James Ellsworth, Carmella and Asuka. Carmella picked up the win there. Um, we had the US title as we've mentioned Nakamura beat Jeff Hardy in 6 seconds by um, punching him in the balls and, and Randy Orton came out and then trod on his balls um, you know which is just a bit mean mm, and also very little margin for error <laughs> well what are you saying about Jeff <laughs> um, that probably leads us to the WWE title match where AJ defeated Rusev, I thought this was a good match actually. Especially, the, I thought I liked the psychology of Ru- AJ going straight to the legs and Rusev not being able to put the accolade in fully. Mm. Um, but a bit anticlimactic, I thought, to finish because he was there waiting for the phenomenal forum for a long time. Yeah, you could, you could, did kind of think something was going to happen. Yeah. I thought he was going to maybe match cookie him in midair or something. Yeah. But, um, um, the story here though is about Rusev and Aiden English, I think, isn't it? More than anything else. Yes. Um, after reading this, made a bit of a boo boo. Which, to be fair, um, oh, you know, we had that moment about two months ago. Yeah. When Lana maybe hinted at Aiden holding back during this match, I I thought about that and I went, well, he obviously hasn't because he's, <laughs> he's got a title. Now in a WWE title. And then I thought, oh, boy, if Aiden fucks up, yeah. and then about five minutes later, he fucked up, and I was like, yeah, this is probably where we're gonna go back to it now after just two well, months of silence. If I'm being honest. I don't think Aiden English fucked up. I think yeah, he Rusev fucked, fucked up. up. <laughs> yeah, he tried to help. And, like, he ran nine, into nine a turnbuckle head first. Nine out of ten times it worked. <laughs> what was he aiming for? A running headbutt to the chest. <laughs> um, then we get to Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley won to a lot of people's surprise. Don't know how we all felt about it. Yeah, I think... If we did predictions, I think I would have predicted Bobby, but at the same time, it would have been like a flip of the coin kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know who I, I... I mean, I kind of was... I kind of fought Roman because, you know... It's Roman. They're just going to carry on with this whole Roman beats everyone thing until Brock Lesnar shows up, but apparently not. Um, and then Dolph Ziggler, Seth Rollins, Iron 30-minute Iron Man match, which went to overtime at, what, 4-4? And then finished 5-4 to Dolph Ziggler with a lot of help from Drew McIntyre. So Matt, what was what was your? You said you had some some views on the Roman match. Well, it was about how we should be booked. So oh, I guess yeah, in order in order to get onto that, we should probably head into Monday Night Raw. No, we're not nameless, we're not faceless. We were born for greatness. We're not nameless, we're not faceless. We were born for greatness. So Raw this week came from Buffalo, New York, um, and the opening segment was a pretty lengthy one involving a shit ton of people. Um, 
Kurt Angle comes out basically saying that Brock Lesnar's got his ultimatum, which he set him at Extreme Rules, which, by the way, got a great pop. Um, which can't... Extreme Rules. What do you mean? Can you say that I've got, he's got two... He's got two options, and then sort of like. Oh, no, he said through. he's got an ultimatum. He, he said you either, you either show up on Monday, or or, you come to or negotiate something. So that's kind of like in one. Yeah. Or I'm stripping you. Yeah. Um, you didn't need that or in the middle, did it? No, not really. Well, I guess it, 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 you kind of did because you you can either show up, or you can come to an agreement outside of Raw that what your next match yeah. is going to be, which captures one scenario yeah well no he could have just showed up at Raw with that and then be like well I'm not coming to an agreement with my title yeah exactly yeah um, anyway so Kurt Angle announces that he's going to Brock going to Brock strip he's going to strip Brock um, <laughs> he's going to Brock strip <laughs> he's going to strip sounds like a sexy <laughs> dance <laughs> he's, well he is sexy Kurt <laughs> um, he's going to strip Brock Lesnar of the universal title and make your ankle hurt because he hasn't heard anything from Brock or his representatives um, and just as he's saying it in fact he even finishes saying it so technically it should stand um, Paul Heyman comes out um, and basically begs him not to because Brock is doing things in a way that we're not seeing and Kurt's not seeing and just kind of weaseling yeah he's kind of weaseling out of this not being stripped malarkey Suppose they they could potentially pinning be pinning a lot of their hopes on Lesnar if he does go in with the title. He's not going to. So I mean, like, he's yeah, not, he's not he's not fit for January. He's just, he's suspended. He's not fit for January, surely. But I mean, like, there, there were talks. Oh, I say talks. Random reports I read a few months after WrestleMania, saying that he was going to hold it until next WrestleMania. Well, that would be have a travesty. A, have a two-year run, um, but yeah, like, could, could you imagine Vince if Brock walked in with the title and then won the UFC title? Imagine if he lost. There's but no then, yeah, exactly. To it WWE because UFC aren't going to promote him being Universal Tag Champion, are they? No. And also, he would look pretty ridiculous walking in with that title. Yeah. And like, if he wins it. How the fuck do you take the universal title off the legit UFC heavyweight champion? Yeah. But I mean... Without discrediting his WWE ability. The only way you could do it, the only way you could do it is by having him lose in a multi-man match, right? Yeah, which is the only way they would do it anyway. Yeah. But I mean... Listen, I mean, I don't know what the plan is. Obviously, none of us actually know what the plan is, but I can't foresee him going that much further with the title. I think if, he's going to be I taking mean, a lot of time. Yeah. Well, he's going to be taking a lot of time off in order to train um, for the UFC. Well, it's, it's not like he has a full time schedule with WWE. I know, but. Just people would know that and they would know that he's not going to show up and you know at least now it's kind of a case of well or before at least this challenge anyway it's kind of a case well he might show up yeah like he might be there and he might attack someone he might get physical but when he's going to be in a training camp and he can't risk any physicality or anything he definitely isn't going to be showing up and that just you know that's just going to make things worse because there isn't any lingering hope that he will actually do something and we at least we have confirmation of when he is going to be there 
because like in WWE because for the last few months there's been is Lesnar going to be at Money at the Bank or is he going to be at Backlash or like and then he just doesn't show up um so now it's oh he is going to be at SummerSlam we're going to get something so that just instantly makes things easier yeah I think so um I think it does um and it can only be a good thing right for WWE um to have their champion be on their show. <laughs> I know what a what a concept. I know, just the chance of we want titles would be enough of an indicator. Yeah, I couldn't figure out exactly what they were saying. I wasn't sure if they were saying strip the title or where's the title. I think that was both. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a tough one. Um, but it's a pickle that Kurt Angle is gonna try and have to. Mm, I could say solve, but you don't really solve pickles. It's a conundrum he's going to have to try and solve. Uh, and by doing... In, 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 there were six WWE superstars who tried to help him out in doing this. Um, Which, to me, if I'm a guy in the back and I've seen three or four people come out and say, I deserve a shot or whatever, knowing the way WWE works, if I was a guy in the back, I'd literally be screaming at the music guys, like, play my fucking music right now, I'm going down there. I don't care if I'm, like, Gold Dust, R-Truth, Apollo Crews or something. Actually, yeah, R-Truth, because yeah, he's not even on that you know show. Fact that if everyone went down, they'd be like, all right, we're just going to have a battle royal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, which they haven't done in ages, actually. Um, Thank God. But yeah, like, I would have just done that. And what, what pissed me off about this, so everyone else comes out, stakes their claim some legit some not Roman comes out which Michael Cole absolutely lost his mind for <laughs> here comes the, the big dog <laughs> and says um, oh everyone state their claim no one has a bigger claim than Roman Reigns yeah. Roman Reigns has lost to Brock twice this year already and to Bobby Lashley who's standing in the fucking ring the only thing I would say to that is that Roman's He's got the... claim is that he did technically win the title <laughs> and <laughs> never got a rematch. His feet only ever touched the eight, the skirting apron, did he? Did uh, Finn Balor get one? No. Did uh, Kevin Owens get his rematch? No. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna. I nearly said I don't know why Kevin Owens didn't come out, but I did. <laughs> I know because he's, he's now dead. Yes. Um, but I mean, I don't have a problem with them saying that Roman has a big claim because technically speaking, none of the others have beaten Brock Lesnar and not been declared the winner. <laughs> Roman Reigns has never beaten Brock Lesnar. He did beat Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he didn't. His feet didn't touch the floor. Yeah, several has beat Brock Lesnar. That's true. Well, he didn't beat Brock Lesnar. He beat Roman Reigns, but... <laughs> and and who was and Roman Reigns was also declaring that he should have had a shot you, and Seth should have said, oh, I beat you both. <laughs> Well, Seth always beats Roman. Exactly. Seth, there's there's three things in life. Yeah, death taxes and Roman Ro- beats Rollins shit. Beats, <laughs> Rollins beats Roman. That's what I meant. <laughs> um, so first out was... What would Kurt have done if seven or five people came out? <laughs> like, oh shit, there's not an even number. <laughs> yeah, someone else come out. <laughs> um, first out Where's was Jason Bobby Jordan? Lashley, right? Yes. Who basically yeah. said he had two things to achieve. One of them was to beat Roman Reigns at Extreme Rules. I bet that wasn't really a target of his. Um, and second was to beat Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. How disappointed would he have been if Brock Lesnar had lost the title? One, one three. He can't get to yeah. He can't get to two. to three. Um, for, I don't think he was as specific as that. It was to beat Roman 
at Extreme not Rules, he said. said to beat Roman at Extreme Rules to become Universal Champion. He didn't say to beat Brock. Lesnar. He said beat Brock Lesnar. Not in when in his in-ring promo. Yes, he did. Well, <laughs> to be fair, it doesn't really matter what order they come down is. You just need to say who came down. Well, I'm trying to think who came down after Bobby Lashley. Um, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, that's the one. So Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre. Oh. I like Drew McIntyre's reasoning. Or I thought Drew that was good. McIntyre, which would be a great Macken would be a name for like a, a would be a good name for a finisher. The McIntyre. Or a McDonald's burger. The McIntyre of Doom. Um, McDonald's burger probably were. <laughs> that's Scottish McDonald's burger. Or just, well, you always get muck something. Mukundawa. Mukundawa. Yeah, anyway. Um, he was followed by Finn Balor. Um, no, Seth Rollins. Oh, yeah, it was Seth Rollins. Because uh, Seth was pissed. Um, then we had Elias. Mm-hmm. Then we had Finn Balor. And then we had Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> um, Balor Club has come to Buffalo. Um, which is now something that Michael Cavill's going to be saying all the time. I was thinking the other day, I saw a video which made me think um, like how everything is about brands in WWE now. And when you think about all the wrestlers and all their, all of the nicknames you've got, mm. like in that ring alone, you had the big dog, the architect, uh, I suppose these are some <laughs> bad examples actually. But, I mean... <laughs> Like you've got, <laughs> like you've got, like you've got the game. You've got the destroyer. You've got the Celtic warrior. You've got the Swiss Superman. Yeah. You've got uh, the monster among men. The monster among men. Monster in the bank. You've the goddess. The prize oh. fighter. Seth Rollins is. He's got like three. He's got the King Slayer. Yeah. The architect. Um, the lunatic fringe. Like everybody has got. A nickname or some kind of moniker. Yeah. Top guys. <laughs> the B team. <laughs> <laughs> the B team. Um, like, yeah, everything. Like, they just remind you of the, it the constantly, all the time. Everybody's got a nickname or some kind of like tagline which they can put on merch. Yeah, yeah. And there's the A lister. Vince is at the back. You know when Mark when Roman Reigns comes out, does he go to Mark and Co. Big Dog? <laughs> don't, for, don't forget to put some extra sauce on the big dog tonight <laughs> sounds like someone's eating a hot dog um, it, it's just like really really and what um, we've got the boss Sasha Banks which boss. Corey Groves made me laugh later on in the night yeah. Yeah. already said the boss no did you my bad yeah the hugger there's yeah. a few <laughs> we can go forever but I mean it's not a new thing it's not new but it just seems like this like it was never as kind of prominent and constantly referred to mm. before now it's like literally every minute I don't know the people's champ the heartbreak kid yeah but that's what people called the them man. themselves yeah like it wasn't oh yeah not just shoved down your throat by the commentator yeah that's what I mean so like, Roman the commentator never called himself the big dog like maybe he, he does, but he doesn't say it in every promo yeah. the same way that Michael Cole says it every time he comes to the ring like if he comes to the ring three times a night He'll say it three yeah, times. Three times, yeah. And he says boss time for as well, doesn't he? Yep. Yeah. In boss time. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> um, but basically, what happens here is they all say, oh, "I think I deserve a title shot." Apart from Roman, who actually didn't say he deserves a title shot, he was like, "I don't even I care about Brock Lesnar. I just want to fight tonight." Yeah, and then Kurt goes, "You know what? You, you should get a title, title shot." 
just giving them out willy nilly. You yeah. gave one to Rondo. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so the, basically, what happens is he get he makes two dribble threat matches. Um, the first of which is about to start now. Um, they love that, didn't they? They love that. What was the plan? Bloody love it. What were you going to do with that next twenty minutes? Yeah. Um, and the first one was Roman versus Finn versus Drew. Um, I was a little bit disappointed that the second one wasn't Seth versus Elias versus Drew because that would just be like looking in the mirror. The, the evolution the of again. Seth Rollins. Yeah. <laughs> From slightly bulkier to Elias to even more bulky. <laughs> um, but maybe they did that for a reason. I mean, well, they did it to keep Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns in separate matches, didn't they? And um, probably McIntyre and Rollins for maybe SummerSlam or something. Yeah, maybe. Just thought about it. Yeah, that's a good point. Um... So yeah, this first one was actually really, really good. It was, yeah. Shout out to McIntyre's Topekan Hilo. Yeah, whatever it's that called. looked impressive. Um, it just completely some... shits over Finn Balor in the same match. Yeah, because <laughs> he's twice the size. Um, you forget that someone like Undertaker like used to do stuff like that. Not like actually not a, over, not a flip one, but, but like yeah. dive over. I mean, we saw Roman Reigns do it a couple of weeks ago as well, which was pretty impressive. But mm. um, you know, I mean. Drew is a big guy, but he's actually not as big as he looks. Really? He's like 6'5". Yeah. Which is like the same height as The Rock. Nah. Yes. But also, (laughs) he's got got the... I suppose maybe Rock does these days, but Drew's got like the muscle mass. Like, he's fucking huge. Yeah. When 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 they put him next to Braun Strowman, he really wasn't that much smaller than him at all. But he's apparently six or seven inches smaller and is like 100 pounds lighter. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, but they, sort of, they say he's 6'5", so if he's 6'5", that really ain't that big. Baron Corbin's taller. Yeah, Baron Corbin's taller. 6'5 isn't that big anyway. Mm. He's only an inch bigger than me. Yeah. yeah, but you're big. Am I? To an, av- <laughs> to an average person, 6'5", I think is huge. I'm 6'1". Yeah, I'm, I'm not in, wrestling. Like, in, in current day wrestling. Yeah, well, they make a big deal He stands out big massive. I mean, like, if you look at Kane, Kane's like 6'10". Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I swear he's been seven foot back in the day. Yeah. Too many tombstones. Compressed his spine. Um, anyway, moving on. We've we got off on a tangent, haven't we? Um, this match I thought was really good. Um, the crowd bloody love Roman Reigns getting fucking wailed with a chair by Bryn, Bryn Fowler. <laughs> Bryn uh, <Finn> Fowler. <laughs> he's he's turned Welsh. Unfortunately, Roman won. That's all we can say about it, really. I, for one, was shot. Yeah, <laughs> like every time Roman wins. Um, but, you know, great showing from Finn and Drew. Um, the match was really good fun. And you know what they're going. They're heading towards a Lashley-Roman no-finish, aren't they? Yeah, that, that's what yeah. I'm predicting. And then, rather than, right, let's do more qualifiers or something, it'll be, let's just do a triple three. Um, I can't imagine they're going to go down the Brock interfering route right, like, so it would be like oh if I interfere then neither of them will face me because that has literally never worked yeah no um, I guess it was, we should probably cover the second one um, so the second one was Seth versus um, Elias versus Bobby Lashley and again it was good I think this one didn't maybe live up to the first one um, but it was pretty good um, the crowd so wanted Seth Rollins to win this match and you know 
yeah, again, they should have known from the first one this definitely was going to be Bobby winning. Yeah, I mean, I knew Bobby Ashley was going to win just immediately. Which, you don't have him beat Roman Reigns on a pay-per-view and then lose the next night, do you? Which then begs the question, why did we have the Extreme Rules? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. Because, like, wasn't it also basically to declare the kind of unofficial number one contender anyway? Well, kind of, I would have thought. I mean, Kurt was meant to make this multi-man match and then he thought, well, oh, fuck it. Yeah. They were the only two here that were going to be in it. <laughs> so if they were going to be in it in the first place, they might as well have just made the Extreme Rules match the number one contender one. Yeah. Especially if their plan for the two weeks later on Raw is to have them face off yeah, against each other. They've got to. Uh, they've got to fill they the time, fill the weeks, haven't they? Um. So yeah, Bobby Lashley won, which was disappointing. Um, <laughs> let's face it. <laughs> So that means Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley next week in what should and be a definitive number one contender match, oh, yeah. but it's not going to be, let's face it. Never in a million years. And t- to be fair, I've been very down on Bobby Lashley for Everyone the last has. T- 12 years. <laughs> years. Um, <laughs> um, and in the last month or so, since he's finished his feud with Sammy, they've booked him a lot better. None of this yeah. smiley, laughy shit. Like, have him serious and, like, focused on a goal. And just have him a bit of an ask. Like, when he, when he had that, that brawl with Roman last week, like, that was good. Yeah, Too long, right. but that's the kind of Bobby that we should see, not... Oh, yeah, I'm going to do some fitness challenges against Sami Zayn. <laughs> yeah, but what's he going to do when he, when he comes out of this? Because we know for a fact that Roman's going to win the title. We don't. We do. I don't know. I mean, Roman's going to win at SummerSlam. I don't think he will. I reckon Brock will win. Yeah, probably. And Braun Strowman will cash in on him after. Although I, w- I would love Roman to win and Braun, Braun to cash, to cash in on Roman and be like, and I told stop. you I'm not finished <laughs> I'm with not you. I'm finished with you. That would be awesome. <laughs> um... Then yeah, he just imagine goes the and crowd tips over the ring with all three of them in it. <laughs> imagine the crowd pop. If um, you know, imagine how uh, pissed off everyone is. Brock Lesnar when Brock Lesnar wins, and imagine when Brock's music hits. Yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. I mean, it'd be no a shame one, that no they've wasted so soon. But Brock the way that monster handle the way that uh, Braun has. And I mean, that would that wouldn't damage Brock in his legitimacy in much of a way, having already been for a match. To then lose to Braun, you know? Like, yeah, especially if maybe on Braun's way down to the ring, Roman spears him or something, so he's not, like, just to take away any form of, like, freshness yeah. he may have. Hmm. And also, that makes Roman look strong. It's an interesting one. Personally, that's how I would like to see it booked. Because well, I think we people... all know if you, if you like the way it's going to be booked, it's not going to be booked that way. You're probably right, Matt. <laughs> Let's face it. Um, but I'm, I've already written my letter to Vince with my idea, and hopefully, you know, he'll read it. Well, it does say on the website, do not email them regarding storylines. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I emailed them about job once, and they never replied to me about that, so hopefully this one will get further. Um, or fucking whether we can use their music or not, <laughs> which I'm still bitter about. Um, Fuck up! We'll just use it. Yeah, well, I mean, we have been well, so. I mean, we have for a year, so I wouldn't worry. <laughs> it has pretty much been a year now, hasn't it? August yeah. the. I think August, yeah, six or seven. Was our first episode. 
episode. Um, We're on 37 this week. At least someone's keeping count. I like it. Um, 37 out of like 50. Mm. Anyway. Um... Most of that's because I've been I'm away. Not bad. It's not too, not too bad. Pretty good. More than um, other Wednesday podcasts. Oh yes. <laughs> oh. Wednesdays are they Wednesdays? They have to be they Wednesdays. To be. Yeah, it needs to be Wednesdays. Mm. Although I'm guessing they would have done one recently, right? For they did Wars. an Extreme Rules reaction. Yeah. They, they didn't did do, one, a, yeah, they didn't do a pre one reaction. Well. Shout out to the GP lads, eh? Where's Skillet gone? Yeah. Thought he was I our did, mate. I, I did uh, ask him today about a question, but he hasn't gone back to me. Oh, what a shame. Um, maybe he'll uh, reply during the show again. Maybe. Or maybe he just thinks we're a bunch of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I was ever going to be on their podcast. <laughs> um, right, moving on. Rest of Raw then. Um, I mean, the B team. They uh they beat the Ascension. The revival watching on backstage. That was that was good. Um <laughs> Bailey and Sasha. Let's get on to this. What do we have to? <laughs> so over the last couple of weeks, they've been going to friendship counselling, which is a terrible, terrible storyline already. Um so there was a send Kevin Owens there with all of his died. friends. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, stop like turning this. on your yeah, best friend. Stop being such a dick. <laughs> um, he can't. He it's must be. Right he must be lost. He can't turn on Sami Zayn because at the minute, because Sami Zayn is out yeah, injured. I know. Um, but yeah, this is. I mean, terrible, terrible idea. Let's face it. Just stupid. Um, but you know, it wasn't terribly executed in the way that they did it. I thought it was all right. Um, the crowd seemed to be into that counselor guy. I think he was the one who was doing the team hell no counselling. Was that right? Doctor, yep. can't remember his name. He's a, he's a, I think he's got his own TV show. Or oh, does he? Yeah. Is he an actual therapist? I don't know if he's actual. If he's, I don't know, some kind of character. Oh, okay. Um, maybe he's like the therapist version of Judge Rinder or something. <laughs> maybe or Jerry Springer. Um, because he did counselling for the Bellas, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish you died in the womb. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just been a terrible, terrible idea. Let's face it. I mean, and then Kurt Angle an even better idea to put him in a team. It's, Why does he I, think I, I they're thought, so valuable together? I know. I I thought for a second when he said I've been handling this all wrong. Like I always say, we settled things here in the ring. Which he said, yeah. And I was like, oh, finally, they're gonna make a match. Yay! No, no, you're in a, you're you're in a tag team match. Why do yeah like why do, why do you guys think they keep saying oh you guys are too valuable together like they're not yeah. they have no value together if anything um, they're more valuable well, separately like, if you two can't get along one of you's gonna have to go to SmackDown yeah why <laughs> yeah Surely that's good for ratings I was gonna say there's along. plenty yeah. of other people on Raw who aren't getting along literally just let them fight <laughs> like Braun Strowman killed Kevin Owens they weren't getting along yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love yeah. <laughs> Corey Graves you sent like, Paul Kevin Owens to uh, <laughs> yeah. SmackDown no, you, you sent him to hell <laughs> straight to hell Michael if Sasha goes to SmackDown what are you going to do with yourself if you can't scream it's boss time every week <laughs> oh I'll yeah, let you do it SmackDown just to say it yeah it'll just pop up, up before each match yeah but um but no 
they uh, they they had a tag team match which went a little bit awry. Um, Sasha ended up getting them disqualified or counted out. One of the two was it counted out or disqualified? I think it was uh, disqualified. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. This happens in tag team matches all the time. Why did they make the, tonight to be the one time that, or that night to be the one time he actually enforced the rules? Mm-hmm. Um, because this is WWE and they're not consistent but basically Bailey was getting beat down and Sasha was like oh I've had enough I'm going to beat you up I loved Corey Graves during this he was just like oh Sasha was just jealous that she wasn't the one beating up Bailey <laughs> she's just waiting to stab her isn't <laughs> yeah um, and Corey Graves has been probably the shining light in this storyline because every time they're on screen he just cracks me up um, they went backstage had a bit of a confrontation and you know apparently Sasha loves Bailey. What I didn't like was um, Coachman being like, well, maybe it's just a case of, like, um, oh, I can beat you up, but everyone, but no one else can. Yeah. And then it gets to the back, Bailey's like, what's that about? It's like, well, I can beat you up, but no one else can. It's like, for fuck's sake, Coach. <laughs> you can tell, like, I'm sure, like, in the back, people are like, oh, for fuck's sake. Why did you say that? I imagine they probably say that five or six times over the course of an episode of Raw. Screaming yeah. over Bailey Hill turn, though. I don't. I just one thing I literally never want to see. Yeah, I, I think know. it'd be good. I think it. I think a Sasha Hill turn is more likely and I would think, actually be better received. I think when you think long term, yeah, Bailey would get like get a huge pop or whatever from doing it, like she did the other week. But then after that, then what do you do? Yeah, you well, have to change her whole character. Yeah, you have to change her whole character. Like, there's no need for her to be well, a hero. Other doesn't work on the main roster. I think it does. Uh, I, I would imagine, does. from from a corporate standpoint, she probably s- sells a shitload of merch. She's extremely popular with kids. She, I don't know. I just think, like, as a heel, outside of feuding with Sasha, why would she then be a heel? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, what's the what's the point? And I mean, like, Sasha literally, she wouldn't have to change anything about herself to be a heel like she she can come across heelish already by being cocky and a bit arrogant and just standoffish with her friends uh, although now apparently she loves her um, so I think yeah, Sasha is more of a natural heel anyway let's face it she's she's good in that role um, much better than in a face role um, do you know how I, I mean my, my point of view I think I can see it playing out in a way that Sasha is sort of leading Bailey on and sort of saying, yeah, yeah, I love you. Of course I love you. And then Bailey letting her guard down and then Sasha just stabbing her in the back again. And that will be the final straw which leads us to a match at SummerSlam. Potentially. It's just like... It's just gone on a bit long. It's gone on like long. Like having another kind of... But we always ask for slow burners, don't we? But it's just like... It's been so inconsistent... So, I mean, like, she supposedly stabbed her in the back of the Royal Rumble, which is every woman for herself, and then supposedly stabbed her in the back at Elimination Chamber, Chamber yeah. which is every woman for herself. But it was different that time. And then Bailey eliminated her at WrestleMania Battle Royal, which is every woman for himself. Mm. And then Bailey just attacked her for no reason. The other, well, not for no reason. Not for no but, reason. Like, <laughs> Bailey. Like, and they also had, like, two backstage fights. Yeah. And. Um, Bailey attacked her in the ring like mm. I don't know it just seems like it's too much of that yeah I mean obviously the only next logical step is to have them actually have a match isn't it um, 
but I mean, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not mad at it. I didn't like the counselling um, storyline, but I mean, overall, I'd like to see this one play out. Because yeah, I, 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 it can't fizzle out it now. It can't out. just fizzle out now, can it? No, it's too much. It's too big of a storyline to fade out. Yeah, um, it's just I feel like they I'm lost. Definitely going for a summer slam match. They lost. They've we got to be. They lost a lot of three, momentum. Is it three years since they? Yeah. Headlined. They didn't. They didn't headline at Brooklyn. Well, it'll be three years. They may as in well the same done. arena of like since their more famous match. So yeah. yeah. I mean, they, yeah. As I say, this one has to now play out because it's gotten. It's gone too far. Unless they're just, unless they're unless just they gonna just, reconcile. Yeah, unless they just stay friends. Oh, okay. Well, we're friends again. Uh, yeah. well, I don't know why Bailey couldn't have been just like like she's been wanting to be friends. Yeah. I don't know why she couldn't just be like, oh, I love you too. <laughs> unless uh, Sasha's playing her like pulling her along. <laughs> I've seen people talking like, are we gonna get an LGBTQ <laughs> storyline? Like, no, of course you're bloody not. More of an HLA one. <laughs> like, especially with Happy Valentine's Day. Especially with two people where um like not everyone knows this obviously, but people know that Sasha is married and Bailey's engaged, mm-hmm. both to men. Yeah. I didn't know Sasha men. was married actually. Yeah, she kinda of got like secretly married. Um <laughs> and I mean like He is not a looker. No? No, he's not at all. Um he's, 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 he's like an indie the, wrestler. Uh, wardrobe. Yeah. I think yeah, he used to be an indie wrestler and quit to kind of be like part of the uh, part of the gear crew. Oh, all right, cool. Um, Is that why Sasha always has like cool gear. Maybe. Um, my point. What was my point? Um, that people would believe the angle. Basically. Oh yeah, like who? Like a lot of people know because she's spoken about it and stuff as well. That Son- Sonia Deville is part of that community. Yeah. So if they were to do something like that with her. And maybe Mandy Rose or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't... People wouldn't buy it, and I think that's not what people tune into wrestling for anymore. No. Like, I'm not against love storylines. I think sometimes there's a place for them. I don't know. I think they're but, cringy. But, like, this is some somewhere they never would have been before. Like, I know they're Billy and Chuck, but obviously <laughs> yeah. wasn't serious. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is the kind of thing where, like, if you would have to get it right, and it would be really hard. And yeah. it's like... You get so many complaints from the dickheads who don't want to see, like. Yeah, are you wrestling as an escape? Yeah, or just just things like homophobic people. Yeah, that would get a lot of those creeping out of the woodwork. Yeah, um, but you know, but maybe it is. Maybe it is time. I don't know. Maybe it is changing world and all that. Um, I mean, I certainly wouldn't be against a gay storyline. It's just. It wouldn't make sense for it to be these guys. That's it, would all. Have to, it would have to be written and performed very well. Yeah, extremely well. <laughs> in order for me to be any sort of have any sort of interest in that storyline, they would have to do it very well. Uh, I have zero faith that they would. Hmm. And then, like, what do you do afterwards? Do they have to be like gay for the rest of their lives? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It just wouldn't. Just wouldn't work. Um, Rest of Raw then, we spent a lot of time with Sasha and Bailey, but I felt like they needed needed to be said. Um What what really was on the rest of Raw? I mean there wasn't too much more, was there? 
Um, I mean, we had the whole Alexa Bobby Roode challenged Ziggler uh, yeah, to yeah, a title yeah, match. And then was that forgettable? Was that a title match? No, he challenged no. him to a title match, and Ziggler went, "Yeah, you can have a match." And then when they went to announce it, he was like, "Oh, no, it's not for the title." Yeah, don't be an idiot. Um. No. So yeah, Dolph Ziggler won that. And then he had a backstage thing with Mojo, who also had a match. Who also had a match with Tyler Breeze. And was so impressive, according to Michael Cole. Yeah. Um, it just the B team beat the Ascension. I said that one. Um, yeah, Mojo. I mean, he just doesn't shut up in the ring. Oh, and that pretty boy, huh? Pretty boy, huh? Pretty boy. Yeah, Lights out. He's just a twat. The less said, the better. He's a grade A Mojo. So Alexa. <laughs> Alexa, the more said, the better. Um, Alexa. Yeah, she. Um, she gets kind of on the wrong side of Ronda Rousey. I loved when Ronda Rousey came out. And <laughs> she was like, like, that's all i got to say about that. Everybody drive safe. <laughs> and then didn't leave. <laughs> yeah. Just go. Just yeah. go. Just Why is Ronda Rousey allowed on stage? And then in the ring. She was standing in front of the entranceway for about 20 seconds and no one tried to stop yeah, she her. She even had time to take her jacket off. <laughs> Hair looked ridiculous. It did look ridiculous. She even had time to get her makeup done. I mean, she has a great menacing face, but I feel like she was overdoing it a bit. Yeah. And why is she so angry at Alexa? Oh, because she cost her the women's style, I see. Yeah, and I she think that's got hit with a uh, kendo stick. Yeah, that's true. Um, poor Mickey James. Shout out to Mickey James. She though. takes a shit ton of bumps. She takes all of the bumps. And she also seemingly is looking better with age. Oh, really? I think. Um, yeah. She's not wearing ridiculous, flary outfits. Yeah, that probably anymore. She's just wearing normal outfits. She she plays the kind of uh, mean girl heel role. I think well. she could she could transition into a good sort of manager role. Yeah, maybe. James. She's already kind of doing that. Um, so I think she could do that quite do you know well. She's um, part of Native American. Is she? Yeah, I think she's Cherokee or something. Did you know about her past before wrestling? <laughs> Um, as mm, Trish yeah, Stratus' stalker. <laughs> um, yeah, she also is a country singer and has multiple albums. Huh. Wow. I knew that. Pretty recently as well. Yeah, I didn't know that. She was at WrestleCon and she was promoting her album there. I've never heard a, one of her songs, but I'm assuming they're shit. Yeah, they pro- probably sound like all generic country songs. They probably sound like Lillian Garcia's songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, which I can't I never thought she was a great singer what Lillian Garcia yeah she had a powerful voice but yeah I mean, she was alright I've seen um, a She's clip of uh, Jojo singing the national anthem at, uh, at SummerSlam a few like 2013 or something oh really she was okay mm. she doesn't do it anymore <laughs> for, probably for a reason <laughs> yeah there must be a reason why like, did you know she was also supposed to be a wrestler as well like she was in like the first season of Total Divas and was meant like I think she had one she or two matches. Trained as well. Was she in Total Divas? Yeah. Moving the camera. No, she JoJo was in. That's how she came in. Oh yeah, I do remember. She was a lot smaller then. Like she was tiny. Mm. And now she's like thick. <laughs> With three seats. <laughs> um, lucky Bray. Um. Anyway. But yeah, is that raw? I think that's raw, right? Can't think of anything too much. Well, we should we should point out that Mickey takes a shit ton of bumps from Ronda. Ronda nearly snaps her arm. 
Uh, Kurt, and then nearly snaps the And nearly snaps the lipses. Um, but then Kurt rewards her <laughs> by giving her a title match at SummerSlam. But and gets if, an extra week on can, her suspension. Yeah, just a week off. Yeah. If she can stay away next week. If she can stay away, yeah. But she probably Which, will. Yeah, now that I know that I have a title match, I'd be like, alright, I'll stay Which would be home. stupid. Um, Do you think that Alexa Bliss will dress up as her? <laughs> I don't. If I got suspended for beating like the shit out, a look of, like. out of my colleagues at work, I'd be like, wow, can't believe I didn't get fired. <laughs> yeah. If I then broke that suspension to come back early and beat up them, beat them up again, and they were like, you know what, you're going to get a promotion, <laughs> and you get an extra week off, I'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> that is full pain, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it is a bit ridiculous. But then Raw's a bit ridiculous these days, let's face it. <laughs> I was like Baron Corbin, like, just not going to be happy about this. I'm going to go get my phone. <laughs> I think he's looking for this. <laughs> I think he's looking for this. admit to stealing Baron Corbin's phone on live TV. Yeah. And then made a silly decision with Ronda. <laughs> and also, why does Stephanie need to be rang and told? Is yeah, she not watching? Not watching. <laughs> if she's not, she should be. The lazy McMahons. They need all the ratings they can get. Um, so. Is that Raw then? I think that might be Raw. I really can't think of anything else. No, I think that's everything. Oh, Titus O'Neil and Apollo Crew got beat by Authors of Pain. Which yeah. is great. And Emma Moon lost to Sarah Logan. Oh yeah, that's true. Which is a bit of a shame. But, you know, Sarah Logan apparently hadn't won a singles match until this point. And is also a Viking. Where's Ruby Riot? She's, She's injured. injured. Oh, is she? Needed. She got injured on a house show. And on that same weekend, um, Bray was in a head-on car crash. Yeah, and a car crash. Got hurt as well. And didn't Shinsuke get bitten by a dog? Shinsuke got bitten by a dog. <laughs> it was a bit yeah. of a disastrous week or so. Didn't Bray Wyatt say something really weird after we had that accident? Like, I don't know. I'm fine. I haven't seen anything <laughs> about it. No, apparently it was like, um, it's not my time to go. If it was my time to go, I wouldn't be here talking to you. Well, maybe it was just indicates that it was pretty serious and he was very lucky to escape serious injury. He was, the reporter said he was in character. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if it was Matt Hardy? Oh, God. <laughs> it's not my time to be deleted. <laughs> I will not fade away and classify myself as obsolete. <sighs> anyway. Oh, dear. So that's Raw, so hopefully it gets better. I mean, it wasn't that bad, but we're building up to SummerSlam. I mean, it has to be good, right? Yeah, you would imagine so. I fought that last year, though, and it wasn't. <laughs> Apart from the last match. Yeah. And we thought that about WrestleMania, it really wasn't that great. I thought it was WrestleMania, it was good. I it didn't, just went on too long. I, I, I didn't book the next day off work after last year's SummerSlam. Um, I was like, should I watch it? Yeah, it's going to be really good, so fuck it, I'll stay up and watch it. Got to 4am, and it was just been three hours of nothing. <laughs> nothing happened, and then the Fatal 4-Way for the Unit Universe. I was going to say, other than that, I can't remember anything else from SummerSlam. Seth and Dean captured the tag titles. Did they? Enzo was in a shark cage. Uh, <laughs> that old chestnut. Yeah, because it was Cass and Big Show. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Enzo as a face was in a shark cage. Yeah, AJ did something. <laughs> oh, uh, AJ and Kevin Owens. Feuding with, with uh, Kevin Owens, uh, Shane, Shane as the ref. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
that. Sammy would have been nowhere to be found. Bobby Lashley wasn't around. So it was good times. Great times. <laughs> Bobby Lashley wasn't around. Uh, all right. I well, remember those times. Yeah, they were great. It was like a whole decade and everything. Um, all right. Okay. Well, should we cover SmackDown then? Because that was a little bit better. Smackdown this week came from. Drum roll, please. <laughs> best, best drum rolls ever. Uh, Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, big, that well known destination. The big WPA. The WPA. Sounds um, like some kind of like boxing The Mohegan Sun Arena at Casey Plaza. Man. Such a long ass Been name. Been there many a time. Yes, great times there. Great times. Isn't the next WrestleMania there? <laughs> Maybe. I've never been there. Um, I have been to Pennsylvania though. Just I have not. Did you go to Scranton? No. Well, then you haven't been to Pennsylvania. Why? It's where the home of the American office is. Oh. No, Dunder Mifflin. I went to Philadelphia. Ah, who cares about the <laughs> city of Brotherly Love? Did you have Philly cheesesteak? Uh, no, I don't like cheese, Matt. Oh, you're dick <laughs> Ali orders pizza without cheese remember yeah I do remember how do you not like cheese man it's not the best thing ever it's mouldy milk let's face it <laughs> or is yeah, it's like mouldy milk tasting amazing <laughs> it's yellow mouldy milk like baked camembert there's nothing better well I would beg to differ what is better a burger a cheeseburger? No, just a burger. Bacon. Bacon's, better. Bacon's better than cheese. Bacon is better than cheese. <laughs> However, bacon a bacon cheeseburger. Cheese <laughs> they go well together. <laughs> no, 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 they don't. Anyway, do. tangents. Tangents are plenty. Um, and cheese I'm just. But cheese, sucks. man! Jesus, calm it down. Fucking hell, you smell like... You smell like... You sound like Al Snow. <laughs> anyway. Um, Smackdown. Head cheese. Pennsylvania. Um, head cheese, Pennsylvania. No. Smackdown <laughs> came from Pens- Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania. Green Bay, I don't know why that matters. Jeff Hardy started Smackdown this week with a promo, which there was no reason for. Um, didn't, didn't you think he sounded like um, that bloke that took the piss out of Owen Hart at the end? <laughs> what Jason sensation? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Woo! <laughs> it was very weird how he was like, I've got like three things I'm going to do tonight. It's like hurt Shinsuke, make him fade away and, and cast themselves obsolete and win back my universal, uh, my United States championship. Enjoy the show! Enjoy the show! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and you called him a jackass. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> what did Eeyore do? <laughs> jackass Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a bit weird. It, there was no reason for this promo. It could have just been done backstage. A bit like Shinsuke did like two minutes later. I may look like Jeff Hardy. I may paint my face like Jeff Hardy. 
I may walk to the ring like Jeff Hardy, but I am not Jeff Hardy. <laughs> I thought it was kind of cool. It was cool. Don't get me wrong. Have you seen the... I want to see if I can find it quickly. Uh, the thing they put on like Instagram and Twitter and stuff of Jeff Hardy's face paint in um, multiple colours. No. Yeah. It's really fucking trippy. Um, here you go. Here you go. I can't, I can't look at him like that without thinking of the match he had Oh no. yeah! <laughs> like it's like he paints the, he paints the eyes on really well, so that when he actually opens his eyes and he's got the contacts in, it's well creepy. Yeah, it is really cool, um, and his promo actually was good. I forget how good Jeff Hardy is on the mic because he doesn't really speak anything of note that often. Yeah, um, but he is actually pretty good. Um, and yeah, the whole face paint, makeup, eye thing is just really creepy, but really cool. I like it. Um, but I also like Shinsuke, his reply. Um, he's he's getting better on the mic, let's put it that way. Yeah. Definitely, a hundred times better as a heel, a million times better as a heel on the mic. I think... Um, and I loved his little God bless America at the end. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I don't know when he tells Rene to smile. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think As- Asuka should... Because... Um, Shinsuke speaks very slow most of the time to kind of make sure yeah. that you fully understand what he's saying. That's a bad guy anyway. Yeah. And I think that maybe Asuka could do that to an extent because sometimes, like... Nobody I, ready for Asuka! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, You're sexy as God, that was so racist. <laughs> like, I, I, I do find Shinsuke easier to understand. Yeah. Um, maybe because he's been... Actually, no, Asuka was in the country first, she was around before him, but I mean, um, he the, the deeper voice helps. Yeah, the deeper voice helps. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't it's know. It's more measured, I think. He's, yeah, it's not rushed. It's it, it fits his character yeah, more because Asuka's all kind of like all action and stuff. But he's just a bit like sleazy, and yeah, creepy, he, or just like weird and laid back. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I I think it it could if just for promos it could work better for Asuka. Yeah, that's a good point. Um. The first match of the night, what a pleasant surprise. Well, it wasn't too much of a surprise, because I saw Paige tweet earlier in the yeah, day. but it was announced um, earlier on. But yeah, just kind of out of nowhere. AJ Styles versus Andre Andrade Cien Almas. Which was a match that at the start of this year everyone wanted to see. Yeah, and you know, that actually was really good. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but it was a, what, a 10 minute TV match, so you know, what more can you do? Um, but, it, it did two things. It, um, Firstly, it obviously put Andrade Cien Almas over quite a lot. Um, just got his character immediately over and introduced to the people who maybe haven't seen him. You watch that match and now you know what he's about. And you know what Selena Vega's about. You know what they're like. And you just know how good he is now. That yeah. double moonsault was incredible. It automatically puts him over as a legit competitor exactly and then what, he's already just pushed himself up to near the main event what puts him over as a legit competitor more is the fact that the commentators kept saying yeah, that, well, yeah. surely he's got to be in line in the future look at this performance they've got to book him well that's the problem they've got to book him full stop <laughs> yeah, a lot of people just don't appear and he hasn't been appearing <laughs> he was meant to face Sin Cara wasn't he for like a few weeks back but that got delayed because Sin Cara got injured apparently and then he, he's beat him twice now hasn't he um, yeah. but, and this is his, obviously his first loss but there is no shame losing to AJ the second thing this match does and this is just an opinion of mine it, is that it built um, AJ Styles submission game even further 
Yeah, I think that's definitely the conscious. I think they've been they've been doing it on purpose in the last month or two. Do you, do you do you share the same reasons to why they're doing that with me? Because he's going against Joe. Exactly. Ah, uh, I haven't even thought of that. Yeah, I'm thinking this um, great technical submission type match. Maybe not a submission match, but maybe even a submission match. Um, you know, which would just be amazing. Would be an incredible match. I can't actually wait for this match, but yeah. then I don't want to be let down by it. Well, I mean, if it happens at SummerSlam, you can almost guarantee that it'll be get given a good amount of time near the top of the card. Not at the top, let's face it. SummerSlam <laughs> will be five hours. Uh, yeah, um, five and a half, seven, fifteen. Pick, take and your pick. It'll be the same as WrestleMania, they said. Yeah, it probably will be. It'll be at least five, won't it? Maybe six. Ugh. Um. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm not watching it live this year. Are we watching it live this year? That can't. That's yeah, but I'm not. I'm going to day off. Um, I mean, I haven't booked anything yet. Nor have I. I don't need to book that far in advance, so if we want to, I can. Ow. I mean, it would be was fun. Like months in advance, for one it. Yeah, you mean you you told us like four months ago that you wouldn't be able to. So. Yeah. yeah. Or you could just call in sick man. I'm oh, sorry, no, I'm sure um, your bosses listen to our podcast, so you can't. But yeah, um, Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles is what I believe they're building to, and I think this holds because if you've recently, he's made a lot of people tap out on SmackDown. Um, so is Becky Lynch, but she's not going to get put up against Samoa Joe, is she? She may as well do. Um, I thought an interesting thing about Becky Lynch, she isn't at the top of the SmackDown standings at the minute. In terms of wins and losses for this year, mm-hmm. um, guarantee she doesn't win on a pay per view though. <laughs> um, so yeah, AJ versus Joe. Can't wait to see that for the WWE title with a significant, you know, prize at stake. It's gonna be good. Gonna be good. Um, moving on from that, then. So, well. One thing that I wasn't looking forward to see, actually seeing, but actually turned out a lot better than I thought, was this whole eulogy for Team Hell No uh, from The Miz. Um, the first part of this, which made me just appreciate immediately how great The Miz is, is his walk down to the ring. <laughs> yeah, the shaking of the fans' hands. There was two things thank, about thank it. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. There was two things about it, though. If you, thank if, you. I, I don't know if you watched it closely, but like he was, he was, yeah, yeah, he was doing that. He was doing a sympathetic handshake and saying, like, I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you for coming. But he skipped all of the kids. <laughs> he just did adults. Oh, I didn't know. That, <laughs> so oh, I didn't know. That. That brilliant. It would just be like these kids would just be like, ah, and they're just gonna, ugh, they're gonna hate him even more than they already do. <laughs> um, it's just brilliant. Little little tiny subtle touch like that. Miz is the best at that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Until in the game. Yeah, for me. He just he just knows. A crowd, yeah. Uh, like he knows the reaction he's going to get from a crowd before he even comes out. Yeah. When he when he asks for the minute of silence, yeah. um, before he's even done that, he's already got his hand up so yeah. that he can instantly transition into the. Yeah. You know what this means. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. He's but so do you know good. what? He's probably the only person that can do that, and they they do boo him after it, but they do shut up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and. They, oh wait! They also oh, get like, wait. <laughs> Miz gets loud reactions. He gets positive reactions a lot of the time, 
and like he'll come out and he'll get cheered and then he'll just say something and be like oh, I hate this town and then everyone <laughs> boos him <laughs> well, no, go, just going back to Raw quickly Elias was brilliant in that oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, Elias' song this week I thought was really bad yeah it was a bit bad <laughs> it's the, the worst Elias performance I think I've ever seen yeah I well, don't know if it was on his laurels now he's got his album. Yeah, I don't know if it was that bad on purpose. Because, um, like, you could hear the commentators pissing themselves. <laughs> and it was all just really weird. Are you going to buy his album? Not, uh, I assume it'll be on Spotify, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I also haven't bought an album in years. No, me neither. Um, I stream all mine. Legally, obviously. Legally, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, going back to... Miz. Miz. The, I mean, he's just great at what he's doing. This whole segment obviously was a way of building towards Miz Daniel Bryan because obviously Miz is trying to get under Daniel Bryan's skin. And if, you know, if Team, if team Hell Knows re, reuniting is over. reunion um, was just a very small thing to just add to the Miz Daniel Bryan feud, then that works well for me. Because I'm not interested in seeing Kane and Daniel Bryan team up. Yeah, there, there were reports. There's still a whole report. So obviously, Daniel Bryan hasn't signed a contract extension yet, and it's, it's supposedly up at either September. September the first or sometime in October. September I heard a different report. Um, as so it was supposedly like, and until then, if if he's not going to re-sign, then obviously they're not going to do anything concrete, like give him titles or anything. But in the meantime, yeah. it's kind of like a it could potentially be like a Daniel Bryan farewell tour. Mm. Like, give him the moment with Kane, because, you know, Kane, Kane said he's the most fun he's ever had is working with Bryan mm. and have him do these dream matches with, like, AJ and all these random people mm. and get get the get the match with The Miz in and, you know. Just... Maybe. Cause I, no, I, I, I did like hear Daniel something Bryan. different saying that, there, that his contract was up kind of either end... There was... A different report that was either end of September or sometime in October because they would do the SummerSlam match and then maybe extend it to September where they would maybe do something like Hell in a Cell mm. and do like a loser leaves match. Mm. There is loads of rumours that he's already signed though, isn't there? Well, I, I, I read an interview with him the other day where he said he hasn't re-signed anything but the likelihood is that he will because he loves working for him and Bree's still like part of the WWE family you know it just makes sense for them um, I don't think I don't see a, like an indie style travel ca- calendar working for someone like Dan O'Brien anymore no and I think especially with his injury in the past and the, the thing he has now like the concussion protocol he has after every match now I think it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense for him to leave that mm-hmm if he's more of a family man now and yeah um that's his kind of main concern and to go out to go out traveling around the indies um in what's traditionally a lot less safe style to yeah. me wouldn't make as much sense no i mean I, that's our point of view you know how tanny Bryan feels about it which sure he just wants to wrestle but he is wrestling now i i would like to i, I can't imagine daniel Bryan's this kind of guy but it could potentially just be like holding out for more money <laughs> maybe <laughs> could maybe be like he's that kind of family guy now yeah it could be like her angle and drive a hard bargain um, I need this job um, but yeah uh, Daniel Bryan attacked the Miz from behind after Miz said some particularly hurtful things um, incendiary as they like to say yeah Corey um, Graves loves that and you know this 
must be going towards a, a Daniel Bryan Miz match at SummerSlam, right? Please. Bloody hope so. I bloody hope so. Um, although part of me is a little bit disappointed that it would be coming what? so soon. Um, yeah, have you heard um, Dan- Daniel Bryan in um, Daniel Bryan in other interviews has kind of um, not slagged off but criticised the writing team <laughs> and said that he he doesn't have faith in the writing team to play out a long storyline I think yeah it might have been on Gorilla Pursuit it was I, I don't or no, no, I've seen a se- it was a separate one he says he, d- he just doesn't have faith in them to have them play out a long storyline that could last till say Mania or I something I think it was Gorilla Position yeah he was quite open and honest with them <laughs> yeah it's just like oof that's a bit awkward isn't it yeah a little bit awkward they're now writing your storylines mate um, <laughs> you know what well, you can lose to our truth. <laughs> oh God, our truth returned. Fucking hell! Um, you say returned. He's always been there. He's not been injured or anything. He just uh, he just I never mean, is on TV. Exactly. He returned to TV. Well, did he return last week? I doubt it. I didn't watch last week. <laughs> the the Samoa Joe tied injury altercation was before SmackDown. Was it? Yeah, it was on the dark match basically. Oh really? Um, yeah, they even said it was like on a match which was scheduled before SmackDown went on air. Oh okay. So, I don't know why. I, didn't, I missed that. But I know I saw them showing the replay, but I didn't obviously just into the commentary. Yeah, it was a WWE.com exclusive. Oh, I did say that actually on the left. I thought, like, why is it saying that? Um, okay. Well, this whole time didn't just some Joe thing. I mean, it was a bit weird. This um, <laughs> I love doing was just like I said, smile some more, not some other Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Ty Dinger got beat by Samoa Joe in a couple of minutes. So, you know, at least he came out with some passion and some fire and wasn't just like, I love the number 10. Yeah. <laughs> when he comes out after Samoa Joe and Tom Phillips is like, Corey, would you agree that this is a good strategy for Samoa Joe? And he's like, well, yeah, obviously. And then you backed off and he's like, and this is where the mistakes start. <laughs> yeah. Literally about 90 seconds later, the match is over. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rest of SmackDown then. I mean, um, Becky Lynch is continues her role, her momentum heading into SummerSlam by defeating Mandy Rose. Um, Side note, by the way, have you ever watched one of Becky Lynch's match recaps on her Instagram stories? Yes, I, really... I, I mentioned these on the podcast a couple months. I even read one out. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a really good one for this one. It's really good. It's really long. But I'm you pretty sure watch it was it. against. Sonya Deville mm. and Mandy Rose maybe but they are really good she's really funny on Instagram um, she's seemingly quite funny in general she's very good at her puns yes um, but you know continues her winning streak like why don't WWE do this more often yeah oh some like someone's on a winning streak maybe stick them up <laughs> yeah. up on the but make, maybe challenge contender. for a title not just say I, I want to challenge for the title you know what you can challenge for the title yeah <laughs> Because everyone would do that otherwise. Yeah, exactly. He Slater would have come out and won a challenge for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, which he actually did once. Did he? he, uh, he didn't he challenge for when it was the Miz? Mm. He faced the Miz on Raw in like the main event or something for the IC title about four months ago. Well, that's shit. Yeah, he did. Um, it was an open challenge. In the main event? Yeah, I think it was the main event. Um, and it was actually pretty good. Um, 
see, so yeah, hopefully Becky Lynch, she, she gets, it gets announced that she, if she can beat Carmella next week, then she will get a title match, which I don't like. Why'd you have to beat the champion to get a I chance know. to beat the champion? Whatever. Yeah. She's beating everybody else on the roster. Maybe even just something like if she has to get through James Ellsworth to get to Carmella <laughs> or something. Maybe, yeah, that would have been better. I've, I think that what they should have done is said, right, you cheated to beat Asuka, so... And Becky Lynch is on a roll, so we're gonna put you Becky in a shark cage. Becky Lynch versus Asuka, winner faces Carmella at SummerSlam. Yeah, that would make sense because Asuka was nowhere to be sent. Because my my problem with Extreme Rules is the same way as they did at Money in the Bank. They made Asuka look like an absolute idiot. Yeah, like it made her look really stupid. Yeah, they've buried her already. I don't think they've buried her because she still gets put over as like the best woman on the roster. She's just being, like, outsmarted at the minute by Carmella, which is typical of a babyface heel dynamic, isn't it? Babyfaces get outsmarted. Yes. Yeah. I mean... Until yeah. eventually they get their comeuppance and they, and they win. Oh, it'd just be like, when you think about it, like, at the, the Money in the Bank match, she stood and stared at that, that version of her for two minutes. Yeah. This time she spent more of the match beating up Ellsworth than she did Carmella, like... She deserves to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, nobody is thicker than Asuka. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, Becky Lynch is on a roll, so hopefully she beats Carmella and then beats her at SummerSlam. Because I don't think Carmella's title reign is working that well. Yeah, and I'm, I find her matches really hard to watch because yeah. she's not good. She's not good. It's just. Like, so, I'm, sometimes I'm, I feel like she's really improving and then I watch match like oh one against Asuka and I feel man what are you doing <laughs> yeah like I'm I'm like, I quite I do quite like Asuka um uh, Carmella she screams too much yeah that's kind of part of her character I don't mind that so much it really it make, it's, it's to the point where I literally want to stop watching yeah um and she just does she just do things like sometimes she looks a bit better and then she'll do things like oh Asuka will go for a drop kick and she'll spin like she'll she'll be nowhere near her, and she'll spin miles away, and it just looks bad. Yeah, like that. Like, it that looks was very a, that amateur. Was quite a particular example from Extreme Rules, I think, where Asuka hit her with a drop kick, and she or she'd already like snapped her head back before Asuka had like kicked her yeah. legs in. Like, like it just looks just, very just timing, amateur sometimes. Yeah. And like Alexa's done similar in the past. Yeah, um, but Alexa is a million times better in the ring. Yeah, um, come on. To, to her credit though she's got charisma she is good on the mic she has and she's got like a good look she's, pr- she's got if you take away wrestling ability which is actually very low down on a list of WWE priorities she's got a lot of the stuff that you'd want from a superstar if I was working there yeah it's just you know she's <laughs> <laughs> just a bit nut in the ring but you know yeah. and she's still young she can get better Um, breast of Smackdown then so um, we obviously had the main event. Was there anything before? Oh, yeah. Kofi Kingston versus Eric Young. This is actually a really good match. Yeah, I really like Kofi Kingston. Always have done. Well, Kofi Kingston can put on a great match anyway, but I was quite surprised so by Eric Young. He's all the time. I was quite surprised by Eric Young in this match. I thought, I've not really seen too much of Eric Young. I didn't watch him in TNA. I don't think anyone did. Um, and I didn't really, really watch a lot of Sanity and then NXT. Mm. Other than the main, you know, the mainstream stuff like war games, yeah. and he he plays the he plays the 
maniac role very well. And I think his voice helps. Yeah, because it's so, like, croaky. And... I've heard him on, on an interview before with, I think it was Taz, um, how he said he, he he's had, like, 18 throat surgeries. Really? He has this thing where things build up in his throat and he has to have surgery where they kind of scrape it all away. That's why his voice is so scratchy all the time. Yeah. Uh, he said, like, every kind of six six months to a year or so, he has to have this surgery at least once. Oh, wow. Never knew that. Um, like, yeah, he's like, I used to have a normal voice. And now he sounds like that. <laughs> is Jesse ever going to, is he going to, like, eventually lose his voice completely? I don't know. Probably not. Sounds horrible. As long as he keeps having the surgery, I guess. Sounds horrible. Poor yeah, it sounds, it sounds like really painful. Yeah. It sounds like he needs to drink all the time, but yeah. it really works for the character. Yeah, it does. Um, also, great finisher. Yeah, good finisher. I like that finisher. Um, but yeah, Eric Young beats Kofi Kingston after Killian Dane threw Xavier Woods into Kofi. Um, and Eric Young obviously hits the finisher and gets the pin. Um, United States title then. So here's the main talking point for SmackDown this week, I believe. Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke put on a really, really good 20 minute or so match. Um, Jeff Hardy is Slightly better than the Extreme Rules match. <laughs> a little bit better. Jeff Hardy is literally like half a second away from winning this match with perhaps the most brutal looking Swanton bomb I've ever seen. <laughs> One of you. Yeah. Um, and Randy Orton comes out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, like Randy Orton, only Randy Orton can do. No um, idea where the fuck he came where, from and how no one spotted him. No one seemed to react at any point to, until he was already there. He's very good at that. <laughs> maybe he was under the ring. Well, maybe, but like he got out very quickly and timed it perfectly. Mm. Um, you know, he's always had great timing, though. Um, but yeah, this whole Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy thing. What the hell is going on? I assume part of it is because Jeff beat him in a title match a few months ago. I mean, like Rand- Randy said he never got his rematch after losing to Jinder. So he faced Jeff after the greatest Royal Rumble and it lost. Clean on SmackDown. Or was it Backlash? Wait, backlash. So Jinder won the title at WrestleMania, didn't he? Jinder won at WrestleMania and from then Randy. lost it to Jeff Hardy because Jinder moved to Raw. Jeff Hardy won it on Raw and then moved to SmackDown. Yep. And then he defended against Jinder at Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, and then I'm pretty sure it was against Randy at Backlash. Because yes. Randy was like, I'll face the winner of whoever runs at the That's Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, so Jeff Hardy beat him at Backlash. Um, and that was that, that Randy, was it. That was technically Randy's rematch, right? So what's Yeah, that Randy's, was Randy's rematch. What's Randy's problem? And then he disappeared as well. I know they had that thing where they were sort of interrupting each other's entrances for a couple of weeks. Yeah, well, that, like that Shelton was... Benjamin wanted to face one of them, so like someone's around came was... out and Jeff came out instead. I think that was before that, I think. Right, so Jeff is on SmackDown. Jeff, Jeff's, Jeff's introduction to SmackDown was when he interrupted Randy for the first time. That was the Superstar Shake-Up. God knows. And then the next week, Matt, any any clearer? Hey, I'm sorry, I wasn't even listening. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Why are Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton feuding? Why is Randy Orton still in the fucking WWE in 2018? Why, Why is Jeff Hardy still in WWE in 2018? Wow. That's a bit harsh. It doesn't answer the question, 
because they're old fucks and they need the money. Maybe, but <laughs> just say, before we started recording, you were like, "Oh yeah, I'm glad Randy Orton's done this." You know, I really like this. <laughs> he switched on his heel persona. Uh, the the red light is on. Well, right. So let's crack on with it then. Randy Orton literally beat, well, not literally, but theoretically beat the shit out of Jeff Hardy by ramming his head into the steel steps about fifteen times. Um. Just generally, pulling his ear, God damn it. He fingered his ear. <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit better than biting someone's ear. I hope Randy washed his finger and Jeff washed his ear. <laughs> which is something I never thought I would say on a podcast. Uh, or in general life. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just pulling, pulling at the ear, giving the old ear tug. Oh, it was so cringy. I mean, it was cringy in a good way. Like cringe when. Someone even put their their finger through someone that's got that piercing's ear. Yeah, that just makes me feel sick. Rather than pulling it. Yeah, and he was it was stretching. Yeah, like, I I would imagine that this was Jeff's idea. Yeah, it can um, only be Jeff's idea, right? <laughs> and like, I, I've heard that kind of once once it has been stretched so much, you kind of lose a lot of the feeling in your ear. Mm. So. I imagine it probably wasn't actually that painful, but then at the same time, it looked really fucking painful. Yeah. <laughs> um, such like an innov- innovative thing. Never, never would have before. never never seen it before, and never have even contemplated that yeah. it may happen in some form. Yeah. Um, just good to see evil, sadistic Randy back. He should have a beard, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, don't think it makes too much of a difference. Uh. I like the little the little tease of, oh, you want to know why I'm doing it? You want to know why I'm doing it? No, you're going to have to wait. Mm. Well, we all want to know because it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we don't, like, it's only started on Sunday. We don't need to find out by Tuesday. I need to know now, damn it. Um, all now, it's pal. Yeah, I mean, it's Randy Orton that made himself relevant by doing this. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I assume this is to maybe... Give Jeff a month off or so to maybe heal up some lingering injuries because he definitely seems like he's carrying something. Mm. Um, and then maybe make a, an, impact, an impact. No pun I was going to say, it would be a shame if Jeff Hardy went away at this moment because I feel like he's got a lot of good yeah, momentum. Yeah, he's got a lot of momentum. Um, but he's the kind of guy who kind of will always have that crowd support. Mm. Um, and yeah, assuming that maybe some kind of match with Randy at SummerSlam, which Randy will win. And yeah. No, I mean, it can only SmackDown is so far ahead of Raw now that I'm contemplating just not watching Raw. <laughs> it's a two hours. It's a two three hour thing. I'm not even sure it's even just that. I think it's just the it's the execution of the in ring matches. Like if you think, like this week we had Shinsuke versus Jeff Hardy, we had Kofi Kingston versus Eric Young, and we had. AJ Styles versus Andrade C and Almas in like really really good matches all within two hours and then Raw we had what one good we had match one good match at the start one, one good match, one at, good the match start, at the end and maybe the one at the end was alright but the rest was all a little bit shit like in ring wise which is not usually something you can throw at WWE at this time because usually the in ring product is really good but on Raw it just seems to be falling by the wayside a little bit yeah and it seems like although um, maybe not as many people will appear on Smackdown over the course of an episode they're used better yeah and I also think Paige has made a really good difference Paige has been really good 
Um, even just little things like because they've got less time, the segments are shorter, mm-hmm. so there's a lot less waffling. Yeah. Like we got a uh, one minute to ninety second backstage interaction between Aiden English, Aiden English and Lana, mm-hmm. and it enhanced the story. Yeah. Didn't need Rusev to be there. Didn't need them to be out in the ring and have interruptions. Just as Aiden saying, "Look." I fucked up. Yeah. I'm sorry. I want to apologize. Like, very baby face. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Your husband's made my life so much better. Like, yeah. um, Lana in her now American accent. I was going to say, what happened to her Russian accent? Just dropped. Yeah. Like, they need to just. She pulled a Kofi. They need to pick just one or the other. Yeah. Stop mixing. Because well, she'll I be mean, American and then, she's, then she'll say make... Rusev and the words surrounding Rusev in a Russian accent. It would make sense for there to be a bit of a mixed accent if she was gradually losing her Russian accent by being in America so long. But yeah. it's not yeah, it's not mixed in that. It kind of, kind of sounds like yeah. it's literally just one word is American, one yeah. word is Russian. Yeah. I don't know. But she's always been really good at Russian accent, so it's like weird that she could, doesn't do it anymore. Um, but yeah, I mean... The segments, even we had a little Carmella page one, and Paige was good in that as well. Where she was like, I beat Charlotte Flair twice, <laughs> and I beat Asuka twice. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was, Paige has made a good difference for me. And you know what? I haven't even thought about it today, but I haven't seen Shane McMahon in such a long time, and it's made the product so much better. Yeah, so sorry, Shane. Which is ironic because as soon as Shane disappeared and they got the one billion dollar deal, now they can say, Here comes the money. <laughs> Nice one. Thanks. Have you been thinking about that? No, it mm. just came out of it on the spot. Fair enough. Because that's how I work. Right, so that was Smackdown Live, considerably better than Raw. Let's hope Raw starts improving heading into SummerSlam, because God knows it can only get better, right? Um, hope so. As um, long as we still have word of the hours. Right. Well, which, we didn't have which, it for the first one. Yeah, <laughs> which, God, that was annoying. <laughs> like, I can... Im- Coachman trying to fit this word in and Michael Cole just completely shutting him off and just speaking over him while Coach was still speaking. I can imagine like maybe Vince backstage or something just going, fucking shut up! <laughs> <laughs> like, for fuck's sake. That's what I was like, just watching. Yeah. yeah. It was embarrassing. I feel like that and, then, and then later on, um, someone, I can't remember what the match was. Um, like immediately after that, and uh, someone goes, oh, and he buries a boot into the chest, and Coachman goes, oh, burying, there's a lot of that going on, isn't there, Michael? Like, oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that most of the time Coachman speaks, actually. Yeah, um, somehow in, in, a, in a scenario, in an episode of Raw, Michael Cole probably wasn't the most annoying commentator. <laughs> and And also, in possibly the least expected turn of events it's actually made me want Booker T back a little bit yeah I was actually having this discussion with someone on Twitter um, yesterday kind of talking about commentators and who's good and who can maybe go where <laughs> and, can go home <laughs> and um, yeah we kind of said that like for as much flack as he got and for how occasionally bad he was occasionally. Booker T actually did add stuff to commentary and made matches feel important. Mm. I think like he and he also had legitimacy in the fact that he's a six time world champion and like Corey Graves never got to a high level. Byron Saxton no one even like knows that he used to be a wrestler. Mm. Um who else have we got Co- coachman? Not. And Cole. And Cole. 
Who holds um, a win over Jerry Lawler at WrestleMania? <laughs> so I mean, like you, you kind of need someone on that level mm. to tell you why that move hurts or something. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Um, right, I think that'll probably be it for this week's episode. Um, unless you guys have anything you'd like to add, Matt. I know you're uh, you're flagging a little bit over there, aren't you? Yeah, I'm well, four o'clock, so. Oh. All right, well. To be fair, I was up at six. <laughs> well, I was up at seven. So, uh, we'll, we'll probably end it there. So, do not do not forget, you can find us on Twitter at the underscore PWP and on Instagram at the same. Um, Aiden, where can they find you on Twitter? At Aiden Bunker. And Matt, where can they find you on Twitter? And you can find me at Ali Bunker 88 on Twitter. Um, we've been the PWP guys. Thank you very much for listening to episode 37. Um, don't forget. Actually, I've got a quick thing to say. Oh. Fuck you, PWP, for making The Rock <laughs> the um, final person on the Matt uh, Rashmore. Fuck you lot. Well, you've made Matt extremely angry, PW peeps. But um, Aiden and I probably agree with your choice <laughs> um, and all that's left to say is um, hashtag pray for Kevin Owens hashtag R.I.P. Kevin Owens R.I.P. K.O. poor guy anyway thank you for listening and we will see you next week bye